0: Hello and welcome to episode 8 of the Grumps blog podcast dated 30th October 2020. Today's episode includes a funny news story entitled Jet Pop. We have a rant and the title of this week's rant is 4 clearly does not go into 1. Then we've got a bonus for you, a music track, Game for Two by RyanDayProductionHouse.com. As always, a really bad dad joke, and then some events from this week in history in years gone by. So first up has to be ass silly news story. It would be true to say that I don't watch a lot of TV these days. I rarely have time. However, I did catch a little bit of The Apprentice the other night. The team of apprentices was challenged to come up with a branding and name for a new budget airline. After discussion, they decided on the name Jet Pop As if that wasn't bad enough, they even designed a logo where the O in pop was redesigned as an explosion. Now, I actually don't know if this is a funny story or not. It could just be a little sad. Who on earth in their right mind would think Jet Pop would be a good name for an airline? As if the word pop wasn't bad enough, the fact that they made the O of the pop look like an explosion is incredible. I think on reflection, it's hilarious for no other reason than if you don't laugh, you will surely cry. These people are the country's future. Time for the rant. And this week, it really is a rant. It's entitled, For clearly does not go into one does anyone think that the current situation regarding covid restrictions is a complete and utter farce Four clearly doesn't go into one what am i on about i hear you say well to alleviate your misery and anxiety i will tell you the situation with the differing lockdown restrictions in the four countries of our once fantastic united kingdom Despite the politicians making statements that they would attempt to closely align and despite the World Health Organization saying that it's too late for lockdowns, each of the four countries are implementing wildly different lockdown rules. If this is their idea of clear and simple messaging, then they clearly don't need the great British press to help confuse the issue. Although I suspect the press will continue their games. Whether you support devolution or not, there can be no greater example of it not working. Even within England, the government and local authorities are not working the same. Why is each and every tier three proposal a negotiation? It's utter madness. In the area that I reside, the negotiations are taking place and they're taking so long. We have gone down eight places in the COVID league table at the time of writing. Give it another week and we won't need to go up to tier three. Oh wait, that can't be true, can it? Because no one knows how you go from tier three to tier two. I have previously been vocal in support of the government. I have been on record saying that whilst every political party has made mistakes, as long as they were trying to do the right thing, then I could accept those mistakes. After all, there is no rulebook for this situation. Like many others, My patience is wearing so very, very thin. For me, it's not about if lockdowns are needed, nor indeed if they work. There are plenty of opinions, both scientific and political, on that point. But the political and bureaucratic stupidity that surrounds it. Throughout the pandemic, Nicola Sturgeon has been playing political games and point scoring over Westminster. The timing of the press conferences and the comments make that clear. The refusal between the administrations to conform on one standard is just the icing on the cake. I am utterly sick and tired of the political posturing. The ability for them to work together does not seem to exist. For me, they are all equally to blame. This is not a time for political point scoring. This should be a time for a single common approach. Whether that be local restrictions to a United Kingdom standard, or letting the virus do its thing and beefing up the NHS to cope. I don't really care at this point, or at least almost don't care. I say almost because I certainly do care, but I want the elected leaders to do just that. Lead. Again, as I so often do, I make a plea. This time it is to our elected leaders. Please put aside your political differences and work together. Now more than ever, the British public deserves clear, consistent and definite moves based on the best advice available. Furthermore, when you make rules, give it sufficient time to see that they are working before bringing in more. Surely you want to know which rules are making the difference. Thank you. Stay safe. Now it's time for a little bonus music feature if you recall in episode two we had a piece of music called what if i'm scared by ryan Day house.com today very pleased to be able to bring you another of the songs from that particular artist this time it's called game for two have a listen and if you like it why not get in touch with him on ryan Day sorry to do it to you but yes it's dad joke time now that the hot weather is behind us there are so many great bargains to be had in the shops in readiness for next summer i went out the other day and i bought a ceiling fan it was a complete and utter waste of money he just stands there applauding and saying "Ooh, i love how smooth it is <coughs> now it's time to look back at the week gone by in years gone by gonna pick a couple of days and the first one is the 26th of October in 2017 Jacinda Ardern is sworn in as Prime Minister of New Zealand becoming the world's youngest female head of government in 2015 Spectre the 24th James Bond film directed by Sam Mendes and starring Daniel Craig premieres in London. In 1997 Jack Villeneuve finishes third in the European Grand Prix and becomes the first Canadian to win the F1 World Drivers Championship. He won in total by 39 points ahead of Michael Schumacher. In 1984, The Terminator, directed by James Cameron and starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and Linda Hamilton, was released in the U.S. In 1951, Winston Churchill was re-elected British Prime Minister at the age of 76. In 1947, Hillary Rodham Clinton was born... She was the U.S. First Lady from 1993 to 2001 and Senator for New York 2001 to 2009, Secretary of State 2009 to 13, and the 2016 Democratic presidential nominee. She was born in Chicago, Illinois. In 1919... Edward Elgar's cello concerto in E minor, Op 85, premiered in Queens Hall, London. In 1918, Cecil Chubb gives prehistoric monument Stonehenge to the British nation. In 1916, Francois Mitterrand, the 21st president of France was born in Jarnock, France. He was the longest serving president of France. In 1914, the birth of Jackie Coogan, the American actor, ad for, uh, famous for the Adams Family, the kid, and Oliver Twist was born in Los Angeles, California. 139 years ago from now, the gunfight at the OK Corral, the most famous shootout in the Wild West, occurs. Between lawmen, including Wyatt Earp and the Cowboys, with Tom and Frank McClory and Billy Clanton being killed. Let's move on to the 28th of October, and in 1971, John Lennon and Yoko Ono record "Happy Xmas" War is over in New York. In 1967, the birth of Julia Roberts, the American actress famous for mystic pizza and pretty woman was born in Georgia. In 1955, Bill Gates was born, the American businessman and billionaire, founder of and CEO of Microsoft and the richest person in the world was born in Seattle, Washington. 127 years ago, Tchaikovsky conducts his first performance of his Symphony No. 6 in B minor Pathetique. 189 years ago Michael Faraday demonstrates his dynamo invention an electrical generator and 528 years ago Christopher Columbus cites Cuba and claims it for Spain under the name Juana. I'm feeling a little generous, so let's go for another date. 30th of October, 1960, Diego Maradona, the Argentine soccer forward, world club captain in 1986 with 91 caps, was born in Buenos Aires, Argentina. And 37 years later, in 1997, he he announces his retirement from football. In 1987, Faith, the debut album by George Michael, was released. In 1981, Ivanka Trump, the American businesswoman and daughter of Donald Trump was born in New York. In 1973, the Bosphorus Bridge in Istanbul, Turkey is completed, connecting the continents of Europe and Asia over the Bosphorus for the first time. In 1952, Clarence Birdseye sells his first frozen peas. In 1938, A radio broadcast of H.G. Wells' The War of the Worlds, narrated by Orson Welles, allegedly causes a mass panic. Thank you for listening to the Grumps Blog Podcast. Of course, you can always visit us at www.thegrumps.co.uk to find out more you can also see what we're up to on twitter at the Grumps blog or on facebook at facebook.com forward slash the share share alike we'll be back very soon thank you for your ears